0: Ha 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 ha. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Ghoul Talk. I am Daniel, and with me as always is the incomparable Lindsay. Hello.
1: Hello. Wow. It's almost like a game show. But yeah. It sounds just like another one of your genius, um, yeah, I don't know, mouth sounds. Mouth sounds. <laughs> 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 mouth sounds.
0: Guys, check out my isn't new that? website, yeah, mouthsounds.com
1: yeah please don't thinking, go to like, that
0: i don't know what it is it... <laughs> it's probably disgusting
1: <laughs> ugh, ugh. I, I thought bully. it was the name of your first album
0: mouth sounds like yeah. the beach boys pet sounds yeah mouth sounds
1: ugh. it'll be the same cover just of your face and like up close of your mouth
0: <laughs> it'll be like a the conan thing where it's like that cover but yeah it's just like yeah. my mouth moving yeah. on all of their
1: faces <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Exactly. that's good stuff mm-hmm. i love
0: that yeah. thing
1: yeah. yeah i know Is it's, there, a, a there should be a
0: technical term for that there probably is but probably i don't, I don't know, know what it. it is yeah yeah
1: let's make he's got that some out. good gags he's got some good gags yep i think that if they made it is still my favorite one
0: it's pretty good i don't remember that oh if they oh if they mate, if they mated if
1: they if they mated ah, i see mm-hmm. did you ever see it's that always... sketch
0: with a? Uh, it was like the copywriters for celestial seasonings and bigelow get into a fight <laughs> it's <laughs> <No>. really good <laughs>
1: that's funny but you know like a sketch a sketch on conan that's like right he, it was okay. like
0: live in the like they were in the audience oh. but i th- <laughs> i think they yeah. were plants <laughs> i don't know how comedy works yeah. behind the scenes but right. i think yeah. those yeah. guys no, were sounds just like better. it was
1: pretty organic yeah it yeah, yeah. Like it was set up at all
0: organic like a fine tea Mm-hmm. You um, see what i did light. yeah guys why are we doing this enough of this you know
1: i don't know People care, yeah. About, people care. Our about our thoughts and feelings. Speaking
0: about our thoughts and feelings, I have something to say. That's oh, very
1: important. <laughs> guys, oh, please get it, get it off your chest. Creek,
0: I'm opening up my heart, guys. Mm. These little mm. oil, little rusty mm-hmm. hinges. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I just, you know, was re-listening to our last episode like a narcissist, and uh, mm-hmm. as one does. And and I feel like I should clarify about the Ghostbusters Paul Feig thing. I realize it did, it did make some money. My I guess the point I was trying to make was that had someone else directed it, the amount of money it made probably would have made it a huge success. But because Paul Feig made it and he spent so much money shooting like an elaborate dance scene that then was cut from the movie, like all that kind of shit that he does. Because he didn't know what kind of movie he wanted it to be. Because he's made movies before that were really profitable because they didn't spend a ton of money on special effects, like *Bridesmaids* and uh, *Spy*. I think did he do *Spy* or is it? I assume he did. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I think so. My point so. is,
0: like, mm-hmm. if he had just not been such a fucking idiot, it probably would have been way more successful. <laughs> so anyway, I just want to clarify gotcha. that. Yeah, I know. So I know like it did make some money. No, 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 no. I'm doubling down. <laughs>
1: Hell hardcore no. that's no. right okay. okay um
0: terrible person i passed prime
1: sure <laughs> wow yeah maybe we should change the name of this come at me to... yeah Feig. yeah I'm so scary. so scary. yeah i'm gonna edit. He, all he, out. he is rich and powerful and we aren't so this is true. Watch what you say about feet you know um well if we're talking about past episodes
0: always i uh all I you do. know in our
1: in our last one, where we talked about XX, right? Uh, and we had a, a pet theory that the third one, her only living son, or the fourth one, uh-huh. was about, was like a sequel to Rosemary's train Baby. train going by? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have cool. all kinds of transportation out there. So window. like, ur- God, it's so urban. It's, I love that. So urban, I know, yeah. right? It's like big city life. Yeah, you're right it there in know. Gotham, baby. Yeah, yeah. Living in DC, you just you wouldn't know what it's like. Yeah, you know, it's very like, provincial. Like, sure. Yeah. To, the windy um, city. Well, after we finished this podcast, and it felt like a ding dong that I hadn't thought about it before we started recording, I googled it uh-huh. and I found an interview with Karen Kusama, who directed it. Go on. And the I forget where it was. I apologize. Ugh. It was probably like like decider or fader Let or me just one of those it for like.
0: You yeah.
1: I really, you could literally Google. Karen Kusama, Rosemary's Baby or something like that. That's what I'm doing. Anyway.
0: Uh Mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mom, that's what I'm Googling. Uh
1: I'm not that much older than you. <laughs> um <laughs> so the interview, like they straight up asked her Screen if crush? it was meant to be a, a Rosemary's Baby sequel, and she she said that it was like kind of an homage, but not um not really. Like it wasn't supposed to be a literal sequel, I but mean, she understands kind of. why.
0: Mm-hmm. wasn't so much a sequel
1: uh, i don't know yeah it seems
0: like it was i, I think mean we I'm would sure. probably know better than she would right i mean we
1: sure what's going on we're on our own head. experts women so. women really don't always know so no. it's a good thing you're here i didn't to even make think sure about
0: that. that you're totally yeah. right
1: yeah it's good that you're here so you can kind of frame it for us because i just you know the, <laughs> i have a lot of feelings but i don't have a lot of clear thoughts. i understand so, yeah sure sure uh, why because you have like a mom and a sister and a wife and yeah, a daughter That's right. right yeah okay. so women yeah. are
0: very relatable to me
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, I have a lot of them in my life you know
0: I want uh, women to be treated with respect because I have a mother and so sure. if I didn't and the moment she does I will no longer feel that have a way hard time. about yeah I <laughs> have a
1: hard time
0: yeah about women yeah I think at that point you know everything's out the window so
1: that makes complete sense to me thank you thank you it's refreshing
0: to hear that a lot I get a lot of pushback on that sometimes but
1: yeah well you know women just they they are afraid to be honest about what their limits are and they always be
0: shopping am I right (laughs)
1: yeah it's for stress relief you know like we get really stressed because of our hormones and we just like shopping really helps shoes really help
0: yeah Uh, makes sense
1: Uh... (laughs) just kidding all
0: right well you got anything else or I feel like you've been uh, back in the green room you were teasing uh, you've got some juicy uh, ghost tent for me today Uh I am Uh anxious to get into it so
1: well yeah let's just skip right ahead to the good stuff
0: okay I love a good ghost story as much as the next fellow. And here we are, oh, ghosting around. <laughs> cool.
1: Yeah, uh, I know you have some stuff too. Do you want to see how long this takes? Yeah, I think you should uh, get into it. Okay. Like okay, my cool. stuff
0: is garbage, and I want to hear. Now
1: what you we know that's not true. Eh, well, before it even comes up. Okay. Thank you okay. for your support. <clears throat> Sure, no problem. Um, so I have a a pretty lengthy, scary hey, 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 hey. situation. Oh. It's hmm. scary. Can you believe that? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's interesting because <clears throat> I wanted to talk to you specifically since no one else is here. I guess I'll have to talk to you about Thank it. Thank you. <laughs> about um the uh the well demonic possession. Which <sighs> I have right. So, up until well, just up until recently, this has been the like the kind of like horror movie trope that scares me the most. Mm. and it's it's true even after we talk about this. It's just like a scary concept. And I think it probably connects to having been raised Catholic and oh, all of yeah. the sort of ceremony <laughs> and history and terrifying shit that is accompanied by all of that. Um, but so this this story. It's about demonic possession or something. Uh, and it was something that it was one of those really like fun office afternoons where the bosses were out, you know? And <laughs> your coworkers all get possessed. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, no, but one wow. of my coworkers used to live in Gary, Indiana. And mm. she was like, Oh, did you guys ever hear about the story of this, this house in Gary that was haunted? And she went on and on about it so I got curious and looked it up myself and I thought y'all would want to hear about it, but we we could talk about this and then this other, um, demonic possession story that I think we've talked about before here, but as it relates, because I've had a real like, uh demonic possession heavy two weeks so i'm kind of offloading on y'all okay
0: yeah (laughs) okay all
1: right not no personal experience i have to say
0: i'm intrigued
1: (laughs) good well i'm glad with all of that groundwork i'll just dive right into it here and i it's not going to be a perfect telling i apologize but i do have notes so (laughs) i did research okay um so this is the story of latoya ammons and her family and there's this really, really good and long article by the Indy Star, and a uh, you know a newspaper in Indianapolis, um, which is probably the biggest newspaper in Indiana. Anyway, um, but this this story that they put together came both from um, you know Latoya's retelling, but also official reports from Department of Children's Services and the Gary Police Department. So it's pretty interesting because uh, it got a lot of people involved that had to take official notes. So there's hmm. an interesting angle there.
0: Yeah, right.
1: <clears throat> so starting it's from like the beginning. It's tw- like
0: situation, you know? Yeah, oh,
1: man. <laughs>
0: uh, people taking those notes, you know? Sure. And then, sure. then they are treated as uh, pretty pretty factual in a court of law. So.
1: Mm-hmm. You know how it works. So 2011, uh, she and her three children move in. It wasn't clear to me from the article whether or not her mother moved in with them or just lived nearby, because her mother is a big part of the story, too. Okay. Um, so this is a, a small, one-story home, um, but it's, you know, it's roomy enough for all of them. It's affordable and all that stuff, um, which is, you know, something you need when you're a single mom, and she's three kids. Anyway, so the, a month, just a month after moving in, they had this incredible, like, black fly problem and it was winter it was winter when they moved in and the grandmother noted that it was just like it was insane they tried to kill them all you know they had a lot of um they tried a bunch of different things to get them to stop and they just like they were swarming around especially in their like her screened in porch they were just Uh -uh. a total nuisance um they eventually stopped, but it wasn't as a result of anything they'd done. It just, like, kind of, like, stopped up. as quickly as it started. Yeah, sure. it was weird. Okay. And in the winter, is especially weird because... Yeah,
0: you don't get a lot of Insects flies don't now, like
1: tend they. to... Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, anyway. Um, but mice. So that was the... <laughs> mm. Okay, let's not talk about it because we saw one in my kitchen this no! week. More than one. Yeah, no! it's a let's just it's not about me though. Okay? Sorry for bringing it okay. up. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Um, but the other thing, so they they saw this as like one of the first things after they moved in. and then they also would hear footsteps climbing their basement stairs.
0: totally normal.
1: open. yeah, opening the door to the kitchen and walking around downstairs. Um, they eventually locked it, but they could still hear the footsteps, the door opening, people walking around. Hmm. Um, at one point, Latoya saw, um, saw a man in her living room. Just, like, in her living room. She chased him, but he, like, disappeared. And she saw, like, on the ground, these large, wet footprints.
0: Ooh, and they would,
1: they would see... the Wet. So they would see those from time to time. Um, but this was her first, like, mm-hmm. sighting of this man. So all of this was in the story as a setup for like what really went down and I was just like uh, okay great buckle up you know um, right so March 2012
0: that's, just the
1: intro. <laughs> that's the intro right so March 2012 is like maybe you know five or six months after they move in they're having like uh, basically like a wake at their house there's no and huh. someone in their family had died there wasn't wow. like a body at the house but just friends and family had gathered to kind of share stories and hang out So her children are asleep because it's late at night when this happens, but she had gone up to check on her daughter and she starts screaming and like her mother and um, some of the the friends run up to the room and her 12 year old daughter and her daughter's friend who are both sleeping in her daughter's room were levitating above their beds, but they were unconscious and the visitors like people, like there were a bunch of people who witnessed it and sort of testified Mm -hmm. to seeing this. Um, and eventually the, the girls like, like lowered back down onto the beds. One Don't would, remember one anything. Would so. <laughs> one would hope they didn't like slam the sun. They just like laid back down on the bed, but the visitors like would refuse to come back. Everybody left. Everybody freaked out. Right. Sure. So that was scary. Um, and after that, you know, she was freaked because it was one of her children that this started happening to, happening to, she started calling churches, um, and most of them were just like, Ugh, like they didn't believe her or whatever. Um, and one church official just, you know, came out to visit or something and told her that, oh, you have spirits here. Oh, she okay. was like, oh, thanks, thanks for that, you know.
0: Great um, talk,
1: thanks. Right. And she did have two clairvoyants come visit, and they told her that she had two hundred demons in her house, hmm. um, and they nice told her to move. Nice number. <laughs> right. They told her to move out, and she couldn't because it was too expensive to move. They had just moved in, you know. You um, can all understand that. But they had given her some tips, like clean clean your house with bleach and ammonia, yeah. anoint, anoint windows, doors. So that's and a good her, tip for everyone, you know. Uh, hello, yeah. Demons or mice, whatever, clean your house, you know. Um, they also had told her to, to anoint her windows, doors, and her children's foreheads with oil and the sign of a cross. Um, you know, smudge your house, build and build an altar in your basement where you feel oh. like the, the energy is coming from. So they did all of that. Like um, she and her friend man. helped her.
0: I feel like building an altar in the basement is uh,
1: also like
0: almost <laughs> yeah. worse. Like I feel well, like that's just inviting.
1: <laughs> you know, you know. It's funny you say that because everything settled down for a couple of days after all it ha- all of that happened. But then it got worse. So what? after they built the altar in the basement, they really they started. Did they did it. Yeah. Because huh. she was freaked. Like there was yeah, just this sure. weird shit happening in her house. Right. Um, so after this, she started feeling like her children were possessed. Yeah. So she has two boys. They were at the time. They were seven and nine. Her daughter was 12. You heard about already.
0: And this yeah, is this a quote is, from the article. This is a fucking nightmare, man. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, so this is uh, this is a quote from the article. Kids' eyes, the kids' eyes bulged. Evil smiles mm-hmm. crossed their faces. Like
0: large Marge. And,
1: yeah, <laughs> and their voices deepened. So it was like when things would, and she said she felt sometimes like something was trying to possess her. So she felt weak and warm. Her body would shake out of control. Um, but it doesn't seem to control her the way it controlled these kids, right. at least the way they had experienced it. So, one boy um, would talk to a boy in his closet that no mm-hmm. one else could see. Uh-uh. Yep, nope. right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> another, the other boy just described what mic it was now. like. <laughs> the other boy described what it was like to be killed. What? Um, yeah. At one point, uh...
0: I'd like to think it was just him <laughs> being like, guys. It's not great. It's not great.
1: Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Like real, real big. Yeah, right? No. Um, And then things started to also get physical. The seven-year-old uh, at one point flew out of the bathroom like he'd been thrown out of it. Mm. Um, I don't know if the mother had witnessed that or who witnessed that. But um, the daughter the ghost that hates was...
0: people that waste water, you know?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, you know. hours showers are ghost. too long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the daughter was smacked against her own headboard and she required stitches. Ooh. Um, the 12 year old. So this is the daughter. She told doctors when she was getting stitches that she had felt like she was being choked and held down. Um, some nights it got so bad that they stayed in a hotel Like she just kind of scraped together what she could and yeah. they stayed in a hotel. And I think her mother was helpful in the childcare cause she worked too. you know, it was the whole, whole thing that happens when you have you a know, single mom, with three yeah. kids, a yeah. lot, a lot to handle. Yeah. Um, So April 2012, she, um, I'm just making sure my notes are, yeah, she told the doctor about what was happening, like the doctor, I think, that had treated her daughter. She was just like, I got to tell somebody, this shit's crazy. This is what's going on. And after, um, or I think the doctor came to visit. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little out of, yeah. The doctor came to visit against his better judgment because he was just like, oh, this is like she's paranoid she's not getting enough sleep and she's really out you know she's really stressed out so she's like kind of like a lot of people thought that's about her that she was just not making things up like I don't I'm sure people doubted her just because that happens but um I think most of the people that they interviewed had assumed that she was just under stress and having a moment you know yeah sure um but when the doctor came to visit, the sons went apeshit and they were cursing him in demon voices. Um, the the youngest child, the one who was thrown out of the bathroom, was picked up and thrown against the wall. Both boys passed out at a certain point. Um, so, like, it was just this whole wild thing that the, the doctor had witnessed. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. And then, so after that, somebody called the Department of... services because they thought that she was abusing them um and that the the children were performing for her so which like you understand why they would do that right these kids are like having these weird experiences and she's stressed out and um anyway because they called dcs uh ammons and her children were examined but they were found to be she was found to be of sound mind and they weren't actually bruised or cut or anything; like they didn't show any signs of physical abuse.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but when they were in the hospital, the little boy went after the older one, growling, Ugh. and like tried to strangle him. Right. Yeah,
0: it's so just they separated kids. kids. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. But this is the part. So this is the part that, like, if you've heard anything about the story, then this is like the the thing people keep repeating because these records of them being in the hospital are like formal records that people right. took notes about right, yeah. and filed. So sure. after this little boy went after the older one, the little, the nine year old got a weird grin on his face. And then he's in it. So he's in the hospital room with, I think someone from DCS, the nurse and his grandmother. So there are multiple people in the room. He got a weird grin on his face and he walked up backward up a wall. What? <laughs> and then he flipped over his grandmother and landed on his feet. And this was something that the DCS now, and the minute. nurse corroborated. This sounds
0: like some what? sort of Spider-Man scenario.
1: It could be. Are we sure it that could he be wasn't... an origin story? Yeah.
0: Was there a radioactive spider mixed in with all those flies? And Maybe it ate all the flies, and that's why they stopped maybe. showing up. The it kid, got really powerful. And he got spider man
1: He could be. I, but...
0: Look, I don't want to... This isn't my story to tell, but, you know, <laughs> something to think about.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, well, so that one, after that happened, DCS rep and the nurse, like, ran out of the room because it was just like, what the yeah, hell sure. was that? Sure. <laughs> you know? like, like, oh, and they, Seems you know, fair. did we really see that? All that kind of stuff. So after all of this in the hospital, DCS took custody of the children without a court order. It was like a um, an immediate order or whatever um and i guess they can do that sometimes
0: sure.
1: um which like you know what i found interesting so anyway yeah no they found a lot of this interesting okay um <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the fin- one thing i'll that just that, i'll just wrap it up. that's no, the I'll one wrap thing wrap that sticks out no, to me because <laughs> i thought we could talk about all of that in a minute here but um so after that happened though latoya was successful in recruiting a, a reverend so this reverend came in to perform an exorcism um and while he was while he was there you know the lights were flickering he saw wet footprints in the house and the blinds were swinging hmm. kind of back and forth when he was doing the exorcism um i don't think he was a catholic priest so i don't really know how that works with other there's your
0: first mistake but, uh, you, gotta get the real, you gotta get the real deal the yeah
1: mm-hmm um so after you know as he's doing that they're also because DCS is investigating the situation um the cop like so the gary uh, police department a couple of reps from there were invited by the department of children's services to investigate the house as well um so the grandmother went in to give them the tour of the house because she she had experienced this stuff too so she was kind of giving them the a tour and letting them know what was you know what the deal was the what um, for giving them the old what for. yeah mm-hmm so she the latoya wouldn't go into the basement i think that's why she led the visit anyway so the grandma went inside and um you know told them that the basement was the like the focus of all this stuff it's a real hot um, spot a real hot spot so one of the cops was kind of like interested in this stuff so they went down in the basement and their recorders malfunctioned and their batteries that they had just put in died so they weren't able to to do much but they did get one um, one thing you know, one recording of a voice whispering, hey <laughs> which to me was it just, just took me right out of it. Uh, yeah, just, it was probably hey. like <laughs> hey. you know. Uh, hey. um. <clears throat> and the photos that the same cop took had images in them you know probably orbs
0: orbs yeah orbs say. and
1: shit right um and then so the same cop who was interviewed extensively for this article says so he was the one with the photos he was the one with the recorder The stuff didn't work on his way home from the house his radio malfunctioned and the passenger seat moved back and forth on its own fuck that <laughs> As he was driving home, that's terrifying. according to this one cop. Now again, so this was one cop telling this this part of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So oh, and so after that, you know, they ordered psychiatric evaluations again of the children in Latoya, and they were found to be of sound mind. Um, uh, oh, the other <laughs> the other visit. So another, I think it was another cop visit, and a DCS officer uh, was there too. And I don't know if they both experienced this or how they saw it, but they noticed, like, I think it was the DCS officer felt like a liquid falling onto her head when she Ew. was in the basement. Gross. And she, yeah, and she, like, caught some or whatever in her hand, and it wasn't water and it wasn't, like, oil, but it was some kind of weird liquid she hadn't felt before. Um, so she freaks out. She, you know, runs out of the... Um, the house, um, and there were other people kind of touring it, and they noticed oil on the blinds, on the windows. So, earlier, you know, she had been told to anoint her windows, so they assumed that's what it was from. So, they cleaned cleaned them off, and they left to do other stuff, and they came back in that room, and the oil was back on the blinds. Yeah. Freaky! Anyway, so, um, you know, after all of this stuff, eventually, like, they... She, like, had saved enough money for them to move. Okay. So, and she did get the kids back after the psychiatric evaluation and the, you know, there weren't really signs of physical abuse. Right. So they, um, she and her mother and her children eventually moved to Indianapolis. So they got out, out of the house. And after they moved, they didn't experience anything else. The landlord of the house, this was interesting to me, the landlord of the house said that, he had never heard of anything in that house until that family lived there.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, and then you'll love this part. So guess who bought the house from her? Uh, I don't know. A, little, a young man by the name of Ari Baggins. What? You might, be familiar-
0: <laughs> you no. might be familiar
1: with him. Is yeah, that how he Zach got Baggins into the
0: paranormal world?
1: no no no, because this was pretty recent um it was after he already had a hit show and Uh, yeah he bought he bought the house so he could do a documentary and then um i think it was last year he tore it down what because he said it was just too full of too full of energy just too dang spooky we'll have have to (laughs) we'll have to see the documentary to know what he was talking about you know
0: that raises an interesting uh Hmm. point but I'll save it until you're done here. But just remind me if I don't bring it up.
1: Sure. Zachary Baggins bought the
0: house. That was a
1: great, great note. Um, They did a documentary. I don't know when that's coming out or what it's It's called. Small world, man. mm -hmm. And then, yeah, he had it torn down. So if you wanted to Google Latoya Ammon's house in Gary, there is a photo that's pretty famous of the front porch where there's like a kind of a pretty clear figure in the front that's Hmm. pretty freaky how you spell Mm -hmm.
0: that uh how you spell that last name
1: (laughs) a-m-m-o-n-s
0: a-m-m-o-n-s
1: okay yeah working on so so the thing that i wanted to address with this well one of the things so this is an african-american family and a single mother um and i you know I get it that anybody who brought up this kind of thing would be questioned because it's so outside the realm and a lot of people would imagine it being, you know, unreal, right? Uh Um, But I don't know. I mean, I, I thought then, like, taking custody of her kids and the way they sort of... They, meaning, like, officials, automatically assumed and she was abusing them without examining them first right right although i did see like the 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 piece about the landlord and the um the the note about one one of the psychiatrists thinking that the children were performing for her i thought was really interesting because it shows that like it could have been i'll play devil's advocate here for a minute <laughs> Get it. get my okay, get my job. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that perhaps she, you know, maybe she was really stressed out and having a really hard time, and she wasn't abusing them, but that they were she was having a moment about it and like imagining all of this stuff to like be percolating and being more than what it actually was, and that the kids sort of subconsciously adapted to what she was imagining to be happening, which I could see that being being the truth um but it just it struck me that you know she had been experiencing things so severely and was met with like opposition at every point which like so part of me sort of assumed oh well you know here she is um a single a single mother black woman um people like discount a lot of black women's testimony about anything a lot of times, you know? So there was that where I Mm
0: -hmm.
1: sort of uh, felt for her and that experience and kind of like, well, these people just aren't listening to her. This is such bullshit. Um, But she was also very religious Uh. and so was her mother. And that struck me as like a, as something that religious people, I think tend to automatically assume like supernatural forces mm-hmm. either god or the devil more quickly than people who don't believe you know obviously in god or the devil um so i was kind of i mean i say all this to say like these were her experiences and like who am i to to discount what her experiences were i have no idea you know like i wasn't there but i um i don't know like i have a real especially after listening to this an uh, Astonishing Legends podcast about Annalisa M- Michelle, the German mm. um, teenager, right? Great plug. Who, yeah, great. It, it, no, and they're great. I mean, if you guys haven't listened to that, it's like hella nerdy and really good, really uh, deep research. But they have this two-parter on this story about this young woman who uh, was given I don't know how many exorcisms over the course of like two years. But she ended up dying, spoiler alert, of starvation, um, right, and like I yeah, think it, that's like what ended up killing her or yeah. malnutrition, yeah, yeah. And so they're investigating whether or not you know was it actually possession or was it a combination of other ailments. And while listening to that, I mean, I was listening to that after sort of researching this story, and it, I feel like from what they've pulled together on her, that that wasn't she wasn't possessed, it was like just a Um, a combination of a lot of really unfortunate things Mm -hmm. you know and miscommunications and misunderstandings and misdiagnoses that led to her death and it just it was the first time hearing one of those stories that I felt pretty like wow this really can all happen just because of um, our own brains you know and how weird they are yeah so it made when I looked back at this story it sort of it made the the points about the landlord and the, like, the children performing for her. Not that she was abusing them, but that they were all kind of um, experiencing something that may not have actually, actually been happening, but it was actually happening because it was in their reigns, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. But I wondered what you thought about it, because it was so interesting to me. For so long, it was kind of like... I sort of believed all of this, you know, and yeah. it doesn't mean these things haven't happened. I don't know, but it just, that, uh, podcast about Annalisa Michelle just, um, infused a whole level of skepticism I hadn't really had before. Yeah. I, so I wondered listen to how that. you,
0: I still,
1: yeah. I still well,
0: haven't listened to that yet, but yeah. I don't know, man, it's tough. Like that one, um, what's that one? There's like a really famous one out of the UK that I hadn't uh trying to think about right now
1: an exorcism yeah Mm. Uh, hang
0: on i think i could probably find it very quickly because it's like one of the most well known ones it's like Mm. uh sorry guys dead air um no i don't know i'm having a hard time finding it anyway it doesn't matter um but it was like a family and it was, it was like really well documented. There's like a famous photo oh, it, of like the girls the one, jumping on the, it looks like a, yeah, th-
1: jumping it's the, on the bed, but it was the one that like is often um, talked about in relation to the Amityville horror. Right. I think
0: so. Yeah. Cause it
1: was like, yeah, these, yeah, I remember that. It's I like forgot what it's family
0: called too. That's being mm-hmm. possessed. And...
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was most likely a hoax.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. there's all this you know evidence or whatever and it was whatever Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just interesting but yeah my so my experience with like the exorcist you know the exorcist story um i don't know again i think growing up catholic like i always had a pretty strong belief that that was real and that like i always kind of felt like even thinking about exorcism too much was like Oh you'll mm-hmm. get, you'll get possessed by demons if you even think yep. about it too much. Like yep. If you watch The Exorcist and then don't immediately like think about something else or like mm-hmm. pray or say you're sorry for watching it, like you will get possessed. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. and then, you know, like even more palpably because like growing up it's like every adult you like there was a point in time before it was theatrically re-released in our lifetimes. That it came out on DVD and it was like sort of like a soft rollout, like, bef- like and then they re released it in theaters a couple years later or something, or maybe it was around, mm-hmm. I don't know. But like, so then when that was going on, that was the first time I saw it. And I had mm-hmm. recently seen Stigmata bef- mm-hmm. before I saw The Exorcist, which I don't know if you've seen that, but it's like, Mm-mm. it's also sort of possession y, but it's as oh. if Patricia Arquette is. She gets stigmata, which is the, you know, hand and feet wounds of, of... It's all the uh, crucifixion wounds of Christ. Uh-huh. And, you know, devout Catholics sometimes have claimed to, to get that because they're so devout they actually get nail holes in their hands that
1: bleed. It's like and, an honor, right? Yeah,
0: but but the whole of plot of the movie piety. is that, like, she wasn't religious at all. And so no one would understand why she would get this. And then, like, hmm. I don't know, but it's kind of... It's, like, done as more of a horror movie. And it's sort of possess- possession-y... And mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. So I had a lot of that stuff cooking around as a, as a, like a, you know, young teen, I guess, like a tween. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. So I always really wanted to believe it. Then when I did that deep dive into the, uh, uh, the exorcist case, the haunted boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It kind of, you know, like it was so well researched and well done. And then in the end, it's like, uh, oh, that kid was probably just acting like a shit, you know? uh like the, yeah you know the guy had actually talked to him as an adult and you know he like mm-hmm. i don't know it yeah. just seems like so that kind of made me think about it again and it's maybe part of it is just me like wanting to be like yeah none of these are real because that makes yeah. it slightly less scary
1: right <laughs> yeah um yeah
0: but yeah i don't know man i don't know it's weird it's weird that also i was gonna say before like So they left the house and then it wasn't a problem or, or whatever. And then Zach Baggins, uh, bulldozed the house, you know, knocked it down. But like, I don't know. That's an interesting thing to me too. Kind of off topic, but like what, you know, so if that house is haunted and you just get rid of the house, I mean like the basement was below ground anyway. Right. So like, Mm -hmm. it's just interesting that like knocking it down could do anything. To get rid yeah. of ghost like
1: <laughs> well in that in that lens that's exactly like in line with this whole thing Where like well what sense does any of it make
0: right true
1: you know like hey, it wouldn't make sense point. that it would only be the house and it wouldn't make sense that it would be just the land i
0: right do ghosts yeah. respect property well, lines but then there's that right. whole like maybe, yeah, right. maybe they do like like maybe right. there are some sort of boundaries uh. that like
1: well, and this is going to sound really stupid, but it's, like, I see a difference between ghosts and demons.
0: <laughs> oh, sure. Where, good like, point. Good point.
1: Where, like, uh, like yeah, like, I, I could see. Yeah, like, like a ghost yes, could be I confined could, to a. Yeah, and for no reason at all, it makes more sense, right. yes, that a ghost could be confined. Because ghosts are
0: just, like, normal-ass people, right. presumably, that have died, whereas demons well, are, like, something more.
1: And the other part of that is like, if a demon possesses somebody, why would they ever? How could anything be effective to get it to leave? Yeah, that sure. doesn't make any sense, you know, because if they're supposed to be powerful and whatever, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Hey, I don't I've... know. Well, the the other part of it that was just, that that struck me as even more important after listening to that other podcast was like the the idea that there were 200 demons in the house that's a
0: lot of demons uh,
1: i mean what in that house and gary look no offense but gary's been through enough and i don't know why why they would bother yeah you know yeah
0: i'm interested Uh, oh sorry
1: no just like if possession was the name of the game why would they go to gary sure gary's losing population you know (laughs) maybe that's why they're trying to drum
0: up some uh tourism (laughs) bucks maybe
1: yeah maybe i think zach honestly zach baggins tore it down i'm sure to gin up interest
0: well one of the first things i found when i googled it was like a some shitbag posed picture of him standing in front of it making a stupid face so
1: yeah well he has a stupid face (laughs) i hate that guy i know um but then i
0: accidentally clicked into this uh daily mail article about it which is like you know (laughs) garbage but Mm -hmm yeah like according to them which reliable source if there ever was one um Mm -hmm. i guess police investigated it and stuff and like actually excavated like under the basement stairs oh they they they, like dug a four-foot hole under the stairs to like look for graves and stuff like that yeah that's pretty i mean so people were taking it pretty seriously Um, yeah
1: well i I think after the dcs and the police and the hospital saw stuff I think that's when they started to I remember another part of the story when they um when they were like seeing the oil on the blinds and stuff. Excuse me. They did do some excavation and they found like some detritus in the basement that was like it wasn't it wasn't enough to be that scary, you know? Mm. But it was like had somebody been living down there or yeah. was it something that happened Almost there I think worse. there were like I think there was like children's underwear. So it was one of those it was like was something terrible happening before they moved in? Or was it just, like, you know, kids' underwear because kids lived in the house before, you know? It was, like... Right. Yeah, it was... um, What do you call it? Uh, Not inconsiderate. I'm just, like, losing vocabulary today.
0: Inconclusive.
1: Inconclusive. What all that was, but... um, yeah, but they found some stuff down there. Yeah. But it, the house is no longer, you know. Um, but it was it was a very scary story. It was one of those that I had to read in blocks, you know. <laughs> and I'm even a little scared right now talking about it. Sure. <laughs> but it's just that that power of the, like, I saw those movies when I was a tween, too. It was yeah. the, like, thing to do, you know. Back yeah. in the old days, we would watch, yeah. Do you remember The Omen? That movie's terrifying. Uh, I never saw that it was one. A... So the one with
0: Damien or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I never but saw it. Some, but I feel like there's I there's some it. good
1: Yeah. There's some good freaky parts in that. Um but it's the same I think demon possession was a hot topic back then, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the mm-hmm. Exorcist
0: certainly like lit that fire too yes. and like made people uh, talk about it in a way that it mm-hmm. hadn't been talked about.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I I it was one of those like weights lifted in a way where i kind of felt like mm, i don't know i don't know if i uh i don't think so <laughs> you know yeah, and it, sure. yeah i just i don't i'm not you afraid um, anymore
0: like that little scene at yeah, home alone kind of,
1: <laughs> yeah that's kind of what it feels like not afraid of that but i'm afraid of a lot of other stuff and i'm still kind of afraid of it yeah <laughs> you <me> know sure. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's good to have a healthy fear <laughs> yeah and hey. a respect for forces you don't know about. Can't
0: know? be too careful. That's right. I just right. coined that phrase.
1: Yeah, I know. It's really genius. It's like, almost like a, you know, life lesson. Yeah. Or like something you'd get from Aesop's Fables. Nah. You know?
0: Oh, you know, um, what was the thing the other night? This is a great thing to, if unless you have any closing thoughts. Uh,
1: no, one, but you were going to ask something else.
0: No, that was the thing you about I mean? like, uh, like... Why would uh, tearing down the house make a difference, you know, like, yeah, yeah, but um mm-hmm. you know, I, I I don't know. it's interesting to like think about that too, like rules for ghosts, rules for demons, like yeah, that kind of shit like <laughs> yeah, um it, it's like an interesting thing to think about if you yeah. have nothing better to do I
1: guess, yeah, um, well, it did make me think about it a little bit because it was like I don't really feel like this is a thing, but I do feel like ghosts are more of a thing. You know, because it's not like you have to believe in God or the devil in order to believe in ghosts. I agree. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I was yawning and then taking a drink of water. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Well, it took it took a minute. I was worried, you know, I needed some like automatic. um...
0: You thought I had been possessed?
1: No, I thought you didn't. I thought you didn't agree with me. Oh, even worse. Oh, no. God, I know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. How can I validate my own experience? the man i'm talking to doesn't agree with me it's
0: <laughs> oh my god i agree so... anyway
1: so much um no but i don't have any other closing thoughts than that i just was intrigued by the whole whole thing you know yeah me too yeah
0: this is a yeah. good app
1: yeah yeah <laughs> if i do say so <laughs> um what were your closing things
0: Ah save it for another time. Forget it.
1: Okay. It's not that good. Um,
0: But I thought it would be a good closer. But now I'm like, no, I'll save it for uh for the opener for the next one. Great. Can't wait. Teaser.
1: Mm. Can't wait.
0: Alright, well we'll see you guys next time.
1: Sweet dreams.
0: Nope. Don't have the copyright for that. Let's get out of here. Bye. (laughs) Why is it (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. <laughs> <Athens. laughs>